before we get into WWE Elite Series 64, I want everybody to enjoy the sounds of the Ultimate Wire ASMR. <laughs> What do you think about 10 more minutes of that, dude? Actually, only had about another 20 <laughs> seconds, but dude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Welcome to episode 356 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and St. Louis. Next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Man, it is California cold outside. And what is California cold? Oh, you know, like 60. Yeah, keep preaching that to the people up in the Northeast right now. <laughs> I know, right? For all the people up in the Northeast, here's what's cold to us. Uh, yeah, we walk outside and we're like, oh my gosh, it's so cold, like Peyton's shivering. And you look at the thermometer, it's like 55 degrees outside. Dude, I'm wearing a scarf at 41 degrees, dude. But you are a scarf every day. You're a big MJF mark. I, uh, no, actually, I enjoy a warm neck. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy a warm neck, said Dr. Acula. <laughs> Let's see if anybody gets that joke. I doubt it. <laughs> I got a slide whistle. Oh, wow. You really got a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, actually, I got called out last week because I did not break out shitty flute for anyone. <laughs> well, okay. But we don't want to do shitty flute to death, right? No, that's why I got a slide whistle. <laughs> I can't wait till you get bongos. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or an accordion like Weird Al. That would be cool. Actually, I need work to buy me a new um, keyboard because I keep smashing it during when I go, Dah! you know, like that. <laughs> keys are uh, keys aren't right since then. <laughs> Dude, tell work you need a new keyboard, but send them like a Yamaha one. Why a Yamaha one? Well, like one of those actual like keyboards that play music instead of like a typable keyboard for a computer. Oh, dude. I wonder if they would. Just be like, yeah, Sean approved a new keyboard for me. And you get a nice big Yamaha one that plays music. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get to pick out my keyboard. They just send me a new one if I need it. Damn it. I should just ask for a new keyboard and take this one and just use it as the prop for the Dear Steve Ozer stuff. Just tell them you're upgrading your keyboard to a keytar. See if they approve it. <laughs> dude, the slide whistle is actually pretty funny, dude. <laughs> It makes a great boner sound effect. <laughs> What's in your mouth? 
did I already break this thing? <laughs> I, I think you did. I think the slide whistle is now broken. No, it's working. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right. Very good. Okay, folks. There you go. Je- that's Jeff just contributing everything he can to the show musically. <laughs> oh, this was, What the hell's this thing? I don't even know. Was that a kazoo? <laughs> I think it is a kazoo. Do you know how to use a kazoo? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> uh, that does... You're just making sounds. <laughs> is that a dying giraffe? <laughs> It's an injured elk. Oh my god! All right, let's move on. If what just happened? Have, I don't know. I was trying all these new props, see if the see if it works. I gotta just break out shitty flute. It's like when Pee Wee Herman went to the magic shop in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> just everything flying out of the bag there. If anybody wants to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or What a Maneuver dot. Net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable. Instagram, Fully Opposable. W F. P. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Also, if you want to go back and listen to any of our shows, you know where to do that. Head on over to Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. <gasps> Scott, a couple things. Uh, I was talking about that one-minute game, Can You Last a Minute? Yes. The podcast that I kind of took that from and kind of modified it to wrestling figures is the Straight Shoot Podcast. You can find them on YouTube. I enjoyed watching their stuff, and they play that one Can You Last a Minute game. Nice. I like it. That's great, dude. That was a good lift. Yep. Straight Shoot Podcast on YouTube. Also, another fun podcast that I want to throw it over to is the Our Vantage Point Podcast. The amount of work those guys put into their show, their audio, everything. It's just amazing. Those guys are great. So check out the Our Vantage Point Podcast. I'm not going to do the Rolodex, but I wanted to throw it over to those guys real quick. Should we just throw it out to the podcast buddies now? Like knock out the end of the show now? Yeah, we can do that. It's going to feel weird at the end of the show, but... No, who cares? Just do it now. All right. All right. Other podcasts we want you guys to listen to. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TV Toycast, you know it's fake, right? That where Nick Haddix was just on. That's awesome. Yep. Also, check out our good buddies, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Check them out on Facebook. Got a fun group going on over there. I'm posting stupid memes. So. Lots of memes. Yes, lots of wrestling memes. <laughs> Did you like the one where it says, slowly starts to, uh, you know what? And it says the other guys at the urinal, and it was the WrestleMania 31. <laughs> Except for Daniel Bryan, who looked very, like, pleased. Yeah, he looked happy about it. <laughs> He wasn't cross about what was going on at that stall. No, he wasn't. But go check out their Facebook book, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, Chick Foley Show, Wrestling Cheers, RJ over at Ringside Rant, Boots of the Face, Pulling Up a Chair Podcast, In the Marbles Pod. And Scott, you guys had Drunk Wrestling History this past week? We did. The show that dropped was a review of WrestleMania 1. Here are all the good, the bad, and the ugly from the crew over at Drunk Wrestling History. Adam, Eddie, myself. It's a fun show. You might enjoy it. WrestleMania 1 was this past show. Give us a listen pretty much wherever you find your other podcasts at. Uh, Don't go to Twitter, though, because I hear that's a uh, dying breed. So wherever you find your podcast, you can find Drunk Wrestling History on Twitter, (laughs) formerly at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Because we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. You know what? Ed actually was talking about WrestleMania 1, and he said that he got sidetracked by someone selling cotton candy in the crowd. And I started thinking, would that be cool accessories? for someone's playset, someone selling hot dogs or cotton candy or soda or water would that be a good like accessory pack crowd accessory pack maybe i just don't know how well it would sell i don't know how many kids or adults for that matter are getting that deep with their playtime with the figures you know what i mean to have 
something like that, like a cotton candy. But that seems like more of like a figure photography thing than it does like a a playtime thing. But then we've talked to people who like really got hardcore with it and would incorporate that kind of stuff. But I don't think it would be a mainstream item, but it would be a very niche product that would appeal to not a lot of people, but a decent number of people. Yeah. I just started thinking about that. Would that be cool that people had those vendors in the crowd? I'm pretty sure somebody's already dressed up someone to be a vendor as for figure photography. Like an unfortunate ice cream man that tumbles down the stairs. Uh, yeah. And then you start chanting you effed up. Right. God, we're horrible people sometimes as wrestling fans. Those are one of those things where I lay awake at night and just go, Oh man, that was cringe. Yeah. 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 For sure. We were young. We needed the money. <laughs> also check out our buddies, Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Uh, Scott roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf, the amazing, the incredibly talented Jason Wolf. He just did some custom figures. Brother Love, he does incredible work. I can't say enough good things about the work that Wolf does. Those custom Hasbros are incredible. He's got some upcoming ones. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you got to stay tuned to Jason Wolf. He's doing big things. Also, if you need artwork, Jason is your guy for that as well. Go check him out on his social media, The Art of Jason Wolf. Jeff, that's Roll Call. All right. Scott, have you picked anything up recently? I did, and not wrestling-related, surprisingly. So you know my stance on Funko. If you've been listening to this show for any number of years, any number of months, you've heard me say this about Funko. It's a slippery slope that I don't want to start going down. It would have to be something very, very special for me to jump in on Funkos. I've bypassed on countless Batman, countless Kiss, Crow... Like, you name one of my favorite properties, and I've passed on the Funko. But, this past week, Funko went super heavy on music. And they did a Pantera 4-pack. And apparently, that was my tipping point to say, (laughs) okay, Funko, you SOB, I'm in. And I bought the Pantera 4-pack on BBTS. I don't think it's due until February, But when it comes in, it'll be in my pile of loot on BBTS. I can't wait. It's badass. It's Dime, Rex, Phil, Vinny, all the guys. Vintage look. I love it. I can't wait to get it. And it's one of those things that I I haven't invested a lot or really anything into Funko. So I felt kind of justified in at least getting this. And it's badass, dude. I know. It's so good, dude. I know it's available on Amazon as well. I may jump on there and get it. Well, yeah, it's on Pantera Store. It's on Amazon. BBTS has it. You can pretty much find it anywhere. I'm sure Entertainment Earth has it too. But it's, I mean, if you're a Pantera fan like I am, even if you're not and you just kind of like Pantera, go buy this four pack. It's amazing. This is one I can actually see going up in value quite a bit later years. Okay. Scott, last week we played the Can You Last a Minute game. Yes. Which is weird we play that in No Nut November. But anyway, proceed. <laughs> no Nut November? How about Nonstop Nut November? <laughs> is your arm sore? That's, my right arm is jacked. <laughs> but anyways. You look like Popeye. A little one side of you. I asked people for their feedback. Jordan Cassatt said he loved it. Someone said you definitely need more than a minute. Hmm. There were a couple people that said it was fun, but something was off with it. And I think I know what it is. Shitty flute? No, no, no. Shitty flute doesn't, uh, it won't play into this. Okay. But I think I know what it is. So what I think I need to do is I need to say the wrestling figure to the fans so they know, and then you can start guessing. 
That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What I'm going to have you do right now, because we're going to do a quick game of can you last a minute? Okay. So what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you take out your earbuds. I'm going to cover my mouth so you can't read lips. And then I'll finger you to tell you to come back on. Okay. Where should I expect the touch? (laughs) Right in the prostate (laughs) gland, you know? (laughs) Show me on the doll where Jeffrey touched you. Okay. Go ahead and remove your earbuds. Okay, hold on. I will avert my eyes from the camera so I can't see you. Well, no, I'm going to cover my mouth so you can't see it. Right, I don't want to look at you, though. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm removing my earbuds in three... Okay, I'm just going to do it now. Just do it. The figure is Rick Steiner, Jack's Classic. Okay, I enjoyed that fingering. Thank you. Okay, yep, I fingered you to come back on. Okay, I am going to start the stopwatch... Now. Is it LJN? No. Hasbro? No. Galoob? No. Remco? No. Toy Biz? No. OSFTM? No. Mattel? No. Jax? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Jax. Ruthless Aggression? No. Bone Cruncher? No. Classic Superstars? Yes. Okay. Uh, dead or Alive Wrestler? Alive. Alive. It's Hogan Series 8? No. Uh, 80s wrestler or 90s? Both. When did he get his, or when did he or she get their start? 80s or 90s? 80s. Female or male? Male. Male in the 80s. Bret Hart? No. Uh, it's one of the British Bulldogs? No. Oh my gosh. Did they also have a Hasbro? Yes. Oh gosh. Uh, Big Boss, yeah, Big Boss Man? No. Akeem? No. Bigelow? No. One Man Gang? Your time they is They were up. not Hasbros. Damn it. Uh, you get one final guess. Oh, God. There were like, what, 30, 29 series of classic superstars? Yeah. And they also had a Hasbro, you said? Yes. That doesn't really narrow it down, though. Um. Oh, God. That could be so many different people. Um. And it's a male... Got yep. their start in the 80s. So yep. that rules out HBK. Uh, that Because that was going to be my guess. Um, it wasn't Andre because Andre started earlier. Like 70s. It wasn't Hogan. I think I guessed Warrior, didn't I? Um, No, I don't think you did. I didn't guess Warrior. Okay. <sighs> and they also had a Hasbro. That was in Jack's Classic Superstars. Rick the Model Martell. No, it was Rick Steiner, Jack's classic. Damn it. So if you would have said, was he part of a tag team? Oh yeah. And Rick did get a start in the eighties. You're right. So I'm wondering if that helps the, the games flow, that type of thing. And actually that was a dumb guess. Cause I think Martel started in the seventies. Now that I'm thinking more about it. Cause he was a tag champ with Tony Gurria at one point. And that was like early eighties, late seventies, somewhere in there. All right. I, apparently I stuck at this game. Yeah. Dylan from wrestling figure database message and he goes dude i think scott needs way more than a minute yeah it's it's honestly like especially like okay it's in the jack's classic superstars line great that's 30 series <laughs> and we're talking like 100 plus figures yeah that's true that is true so i'll make it a minute five seconds so that'll make it a lot easier next time you're so generous thank you for the extra five seconds that's what she said <laughs> do you like that game i do yeah it's fun it's very difficult to play, though. I would like to uh, turn the tables on you one night. You know what the thing is, is that that straight shoot podcast that I found on YouTube. Right. 
those guys just have wrestlers to choose from. So if they say Razor Ramon, Razor Ramon had how many countless figures? Go, just go to Wrestling Figure Database and you can see all the figures he had. So to narrow it down to that certain Razor figure, I'm using Razor as an example, of course, to narrow it down to that certain Razor figure is tough. So like you could say, is it Razor Ramon? Yes. You know, you've already probably guessed, is it Galoob, Hasbro, Just Toys, Bendoms, whatever it may be. But there's so many figures of that one specific guy where these guys at the Straight Shoot Podcast are just being like, okay, is it Razor Ramon? Yes, you got it. You know, that type of thing. Right, right. It has to be narrowed down. Well, you know what's going to happen too is I'm going to have a list of questions that I'm going to ask you that are the same every time. It's like when people pick their letters on Wheel of Fortune at the end and then the vowel, it's always the same. Yes. Right? Like that's going to be like my list of questions. So I'm really going to start to think about these questions so I can really bear down into, okay, who is this this figure? Yep. Well, you did last a minute, unfortunately. Yeah, the goal is to not last a minute. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to last a minute, but at least you got fingered. <laughs> that was fun, yeah. All right. Actually, you know what? I'm going to just jump into the news. It's all right. It's Thanksgiving week. You know, we're all in the happy spirit, you know. We're freeballing it. Let's we're do free- it. Who cares? Yeah, let's just jump into the news. All right, let's kick it off with Asylum's store. Their next figure part of Wave 1 is... Earl Hebner. Now there will be two versions of Earl Hebner. He will have the blue shirt with the bow tie. That one is limited quantities. And also they will have a striped shirt version, Earl Hebner. Now, next question, when can you get these figures? Well, you can pre-order these figures starting November 25th. Very nice. Next week. Next week, November 25th, you can start pre-ordering these figures. I can't wait, dude, for those road warriors. Those things are going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, so here's the cool part is we're going to be on the road next Friday. So I'm literally going to be in the car pre-ordering those road warriors because we're going to be on the way to Disneyland with the kids. Uh Uh-huh. So I'll be uh, doing some international toy spotting maybe. And I'll be uh, international toy buying as well. Who knows where I'll be? Nice, dude. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. I can't wait. I haven't done that in a long time. Usually I'm stationed somewhere, like right in front of the computer, F5-ing the crap out of it. Uh, this time <laughs> it'll just be on the phone. I'm, I'm hoping I'm in good cell reception. By the way, I don't know if this happens to you, but when you go onto Mattel Creations to get the Ultimate Editions, right, and it hits 9 o'clock out here on the West Coast, and you hit refresh, and it says sold out, you're like, holy shit, already? Yeah, and- oh, that's like big time panic. But I remembered that it did that during the Zeus and Hogan one, so I didn't yes. freak out too much. Yes. But the Zeus and Hogan one, that was a rectum clencher, dude. Like, I was panicking big time. Like, no way. It never even lit up for pre-order. And then finally it did. So when it happened this time on the Funkin' Hogan, I was okay. Like, I'm not, no, it's good. Just keep refreshing. It'll come up. And sure enough, it did. All right, I did pull some questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. Man, I, I will say this. The Wrestling Figs message boards were fire this past week with the questions. So I'm going to jump into these right now. First question came in from Billy Boy Tubes. He said, hello, Steve. Are we still getting reveals at the end of this month? Also, are any of these first time in the line? Thanks. Steve said, yes, there are reveals happening at the end of the month. So by November 30th, we're going to have some new reveals. Very, But he didn't say if they're first time in the lines. He did not say first time in the line. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Barbarian Powers of Pain. You're going wish list, huh? Oh, big time. No, I really, really want a Barbarian to go with that Warlord, dude. It's like torture. 
It's tor- like honestly, it's torture. Why can't we get the powers of pain? I I don't understand. Jack's classic was the last one to do it. Come on, that was in the 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 two thousands. Like, come on. Steve-O's or papers are flying in. Oh, 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 good. I wonder what they say. <laughs> this, I don't know how this kazoo works, dude. This thing is... Well, I don't think you could talk through a kazoo. I don't know how that thing works. I'm going to just go with a slide whistle. <laughs> Steve talks in slide whistle? I'm like Sideshow Mel from The Simpsons, dude. Really? No, you need an autotune machine is what you need. Oh, dude, where do I get one of those? I don't know, but I think we should be on Amazon when the show's over. All right. If they're available to us, we'll try to get them out. Anyways. Yeah. All, all right. right. Who are you hoping for? Who am I hoping for? I just, you know what? He didn't say anything first time in the line. So I just, I hope they have the prototypes of the head shrinkers. I'd love to see those. Yes. I'd love to see more superstars figures. But again, not first. He didn't say anything about first time in the line. Okay. So. So I, who, who are you hoping to see in the superstars line? Um, maybe that's a great question. I, you know what? I'm just enjoying these as it is. Yeah. That's a good point. It's just like showering me. Just keep showering me with these, you know? Yeah. Just make it rain on my face with the superstars figures. You know who I'd like to see get a superstars figure? <laughs> make it rain where? On, on your face with oh, superstars okay. figures. Oh yes. Yes. That's yeah. normal. Not hot dogs. Superstars figures. Yeah. That's not normal or anything. Okay. Go ahead. IRS. Oh, to go with Million Dollar Man. Also, Virgil. Oh, to go with Million Dollar Man. Also, Jimmy Hart. To go with Money Incorporated. Also, the Hart Foundation. To go with the Jimmy Hart. Thank you. All right. I like what you did there. (laughs) And that'll kind of be my wish list for more Superstars figures that I will not be buying, but I think will be cool to see in other people's collection. Oh, God. I can't wait to set those up in the details. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be awesome. And you got your risers, right? Got the risers. I just need the lights now. Very cool. Right on, dude. As the great James Hetfield said, hit the lights. Hit the lights. All right. Next question came in from Loose Cannon. He said, hey, Steve, for us Superstar Series fans, can you clear up our earthquake question? Will he come with swappable boots and heads? The boots and heads are different between the Natural Disasters Earthquake and Blue Attire Earthquake, at least from the images we've seen thus far. Steve said soft goods singlet and swappable boots. He only has one head. Oh, okay. Next question. Tanae D3X said, hypothetically speaking, if you guys were to have Nikita Koloff available to you, would the CCCP or Hammer and Sickle be doable? Ooh, good question. Or would that be something that HR or whoever thumbs their nose at, like with the canceled RVD figure? Steve said, at this moment in time, it wouldn't include the CCCP or hammer and sickle. Yeah, that makes sense. Next question, Bafio, B-A-F-I-O, said, Hi, Steve. Mattel has a long-term plan for real-scale ring like a single wave per year. For example, a SmackDown 2002 scale ring with Brock Lesnar Ultimate Edition. Steve said, if this raw ring does well, then yes, that's the plan. Next question came in from at chair.shot. Uh-oh, is this Tim? I don't know. We've got to clarify with Tim. When will we see an updated look at Elite 100? Steve said, possibly before the end of the year. Oh, and we're getting reveals by the end of November. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I get to see that Andre. I'm excited. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, that thing is going to be so awesome. Next question came in from MK Savage. Action figure attack, great reveal with Jake and Rude. That was great pair to go with next. I heard that Damien will be posable. Is that true? Also, will Damien come with a more detailed paint application? The ones for the elite figures were just one color. What color robe will Rude come with? How many Coliseum collection waves a year are there going to be? Steve said Damien is indeed ultimate, quote unquote, being fully posable. Hey now. And fully decoed. He looks fantastic. Rude's robe is red, matching the artwork on packaging. Yeah, dude, how badass would that be if Rude had like a second set of legs that could attach? Almost like a Supreme Edition Rick Rude and it had the Cheryl Roberts tights. To go into this two-pack with Jake, that would be so perfect. If Cheryl Roberts is available to us. <laughs> Dude, it could look like Wendy Richter if it had to. Nobody's going to care. We all know what they're getting at. So that is it for the news. It is time to head into the nostalgia segment where we're going to be talking about WWE Elite Series 64. Are you ready, Scott? Let's go talk about it. Before we get into WWE Elite Series 64, I want everybody to enjoy the sounds of the Ultimate Wire ASMR. What do you think about 10 more minutes of that dude i actually only had about another 20 <laughs> seconds but dude i was gonna joke around and play shitty flute <laughs> to the ultimate warrior theme but i thought that would be better so i just went ahead and ran with that so <laughs> good call for a second i thought you flipped our show actually to asmr <laughs> <laughs> that was great very well done very well that, done thank you thank you uh, nothing's better than the beavis and butthead asmr but uh, I don't think I heard that one. Not their ASMR. I'm talking about when they did ASMR on the... Oh, right, right, in the episode. Yes. Oh, God, yep. that was so good. Anyways, it's time for WWE Elite Series 64. But, of course, before we jump into it, I want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. And over there, what we want you guys to do is go to the WWE Elite mainline section. Go to 51 to 100. Scroll down a bit and you'll see a thing that says series. You can click that and look for Elite Series 64 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. So again, that's all over at the great Dylan's Creation Wrestling Figure Database.com. Smash that donate button. Smash it. You know what that means nowadays to the young kids? Uh, like when you make a sandwich, it's in a little bit too tall. You press oh. down on the top of it. Yeah, it's a smash burger. Right. Perfect. Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 64? Yes, sir. Mattel WWE Elite Series 64 consisted of Kurt Hawkins. He was also the variant in this series. He came with a cane, an orange vest, and the variant was Kurt in black tights. The main run was Kurt in blue tights. Next up, the Usos. 
First up, Jay Uso came with handcuffs. <laughs> Weird, that would belong more with Jimmy, wouldn't it? Also, a kendo oh, stick, no. vest, and oh, red no. bandana. He went there. Had his red pants on. Jimmy Uso did not come with handcuffs, but came with a soft goods red and black jacket. I can't believe Next he up, went there. Went where? Oh. Anyways. What? Yeah. John Cena. Green respect soft goods shirt. Green hat and dog tag accessories. Samoa Joe had a soft goods Joe times four shirt and a towel. And last, almost last, well, technically last, we'll get to that. Seth Rollins, Black Tights with Flames, Raw Tag Team title. This one would technically be the last. Pete Dunne, he was the Target exclusive. Remember we said that there were store exclusives. So Pete Dunne, technically a part of this series. He was a Target exclusive and he had a vest on. Jeff, that runs out Elite Series 64. Do you remember the craziness for that Pete Dunne figure? Oh my gosh. All of them. All of between Alexandra Wolf, Pete Dunn, Paige, like insanity. Insanity. The insanity for these chases were, well, insane. Yeah, it was real, dude. It was real. People were paranoid over these. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still remember Pete Dunn figures going, being traded for Harley Race figures or being traded. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you can't predict the future. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But Pete Dunn figures were being traded for the Harley Race Elite Legends figure. It was being sold for about one hundred and seventy-five to two hundred and twenty-five dollars. It, the like Scott had just said, it's the insanity that was behind this Pete Dunn figure. Yeah, and that's what happened when they went with these store exclusives. Is every single one of them, be it Walmart or Target, people just went crazy over them, and it was a big race to the store to see who could find them first. And yeah, they were going for a ton of money. That's why I'm more a fan of maybe pumping the brakes a little bit and just wait it out if you don't find it. Don't pay those immediate secondary price on the market. Right. Because it's it's insane and you could get burned because those prices fluctuate so much. Now you go on and shop them. I'll let Jeff get to what they're going for now on eBay, but now you can find them for considerably cheaper than you could find them back then. Are you talking about just mainly the Pete Dunn figure? Um, all of them, actually. I've done a little bit of research on them, and they've gone down considerably. And I'm talking across the board, the Page, the Wolf, the Pete Dunn, uh, you name them, they've pretty much all gone down in price. I will say, and I'm going to get into this, I was shocked, absolutely shocked by a lot of the prices on these figures that sold, last sold eBay listings. So I will get into that in a sec. By the way, what was your favorite figure in the series? Hmm. I'm going to say the Usos. Going Usos? Yeah, I really like the Usos in this set. It was a decent series. It wasn't bad series. I No, it wasn't bad, but just, eh, it was good. Yeah, there's no legends. I mean, you can count Cena, but... Yeah, kind of. I guess he does count. But there wasn't any legends. Like, we had Dusty or the Giant Machine or anything like that, so... Yeah, yeah, you're right. No legends. I didn't even notice that about this, but you're absolutely right. All right, so let's get into those eBay prices. Kurt Hawkins, now I, of course, he was the variant in this, so I pulled the regular price, last sold regular price, and the last sold variant. Now remember, these are all mint on card. Kurt Hawkins with the cane orange vest variant was the Kurt in black tights. Last sold for the regular was November 15th. The guy wanted $32.99, but accepted $30. Oh, the buyer saved a whole three bucks. 
what's the thinking behind that? Like, why didn't the buyer say $26? I mean, they could have met in the middle or something like that, but like... Yeah, they might have had a back and forth, yeah. Yeah, but still, that's $3? Really? <laughs> you can't even get a gallon of gas for that. I know, I know. <laughs> like, what did you save? <laughs> uh, the variant last sold eBay listing was August 26 for $36 on four bids. Jey Uso with the handcuffs, candlestick vest, red pants, last sold eBay listing was November 12th for $89.99 on a buy it now. Man, those Usos are hot. Uh, I can't believe that. When I pulled that, dude, did you know that gif of that dude with blonde hair and his eyes kind of like perk up a little bit? Like, whoa. That yes. Type of, I, that was me today when I was pulling these eBay prices. Is that Chris Hansen in that gif? No, that's not Chris Hansen. It's not Chris Hansen. Okay. <laughs> Chris Hansen. Way to bring that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy Uso with the cloth red and black jacket. Last old eBay listing was October 22nd for $49.99. He's half the price of his brother. <laughs> uh, but still, 50 bucks for Jimmy. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's insane. What I did do also is I pulled the last sold eBay price for the Usos together because most people will put tag teams together and sell them that way. So Usos last sold eBay listing together, mint on card, October 22nd for 86 bucks on 28 bids. So wait, the two of them together Correct. sold for less than what that guy made on Jey Uso. Correct. Bad business decision. He did not think that one all the way through. He did not think that one all the way through. Now, granted, that was two weeks apart, but still. Right, right. You're leaving money on the table. John Chenna with the green respect soft goods shirt and green hat. Last sold eBay listing was $54.99 on October 27th. We're going streak and bring a green hat. <laughs> Why fifty four ninety nine for the Cena? What is it about this series specifically? Like I, I'm baffled by these prices. That's pretty crazy, dude. Fifty five bucks for a Cena when, on a, a rough estimate, there have been how many Cena figures? I mean, basic, ultimate, elite, defining moments, what have you? How many Cena figures total? Rough estimate have there been to date? Jacks. What? No, I'm just talking in the Mattel line. Oh, dude, a gazillion of them. I'm going to guess about 115. Around there, roughly, if not more. But this one specifically, Elite 64. I don't know if it's the green shirt. 55 bucks? I've got nothing. I would love for people to just say, oh, it's this reason, and school us. Because honestly, what is it about this series specifically? Because I'm going to be getting into a few more prices that shock the hell out of me. So Weird. You'd think this is COVID pricing. <laughs> I know, right? Samoa Joe with the Joe that had Joe on his shirt four times a towel last sold ebay listing was halloween october 31st for 79.99 80 bucks for samoa joe again nothing i've got nothing it wasn't a store exclusive it wasn't anything and 80 bucks okay well joe is featured pretty heavily on aew right now so okay. i'd be curious to see if this is walking in lockstep with his other mattel figures and people are clamoring to get them to put them with their aew figures like, is this parents rushing out to get their kid a Samoa Joe because now he's on AEW programming and they want to have a Samoa Joe with their AEW figures? I don't know. I'd, I'd just be curious to find out. But 80 bucks? Wow. And what was it? It wasn't a GameStop exclusive. It's just part of Elite 64. It, yeah. It, like you said, it's not a store exclusive figure. Why the high? 80 bucks for a Samoa Joe is crazy. Like, that's what I would expect to pay for a signed Samoa Joe figure. Seth Rollins with the Raw tag title, last sold eBay listing, November 6th for $12.50 on three bids. Wow. Wow. Seth gets no love. 
Dude, all these figures, 55 bucks, 80 bucks, 90 bucks. Usos together for 86. Seth Rollins, $12.50 on three bids. <laughs> I thought that Seth figure was pretty good, too. Came with a Raw Tag Team title, the Black Tights with the Flames. It's pretty sweet. Wasn't bad. Wasn't yeah, bad. that's cool. But, I mean, twelve fifty. Gosh. Pete Dunn, the Target exclusive with that vest, last sold eBay listing was November 6th. The buyer wanted $45 on a buy it now. He accepted it for $35. And the only reason I know that is because of 130point.com and I'm able to check out the sold listings. Pete Dunn going for 35 bucks. Man, wow. Well, there you go. I mean, like you said, people were trading Dunn straight up for Harley. So if you just wait a little while, now granted that was what, three years ago? Four years ago? Four years ago. Yeah, so it's the long game, but eh, eh, save a little money. Keep your Harley. I don't know. That would be my recommendation. So if you guys have any reasons why a lot of these figures in this series went for so much, please hit us up. I'm really curious about that. So, All right, Sky, it's time to go talking to the listeners, and I think we're going to have fun in this one. We might have a trivia game going on in this one. Uh-oh. Hell yeah, cowboy. Let's jump into that. Get your paper and pen. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. All right, Scott, it's time to play some trivia. You got your handy pen in hand. I have my pen and paper ready. All right, let's see what Ring Skirts has got to say. What's up, fully posable Jeff and Scott? This is Ring Skirts coming at you live from the Wrestle Cave once again. With a new trivia question showdown. This is challenge number nine, if I count correctly. This week, I want to shine a spotlight on the LJN figures to celebrate the upcoming Mattel Coliseum collection. What I would like for you guys to do is I'd like to see if you guys can name all of the LJN figures that Mattel has yet to make. In action figure form. Can you guys come up with them all? Um, I'm going to try to make it nice, cut into our eyes, straight and clear. I'm going to take the referee out because really we don't know who the referee is, so it would be impossible for Mattel to make that figure again unless they were going to do a generic referee. Um, I'm also, although I count this, I want to make it easy for you guys, I'm going to take Akeem off the list. Or, I'm sorry, One Man Gang. Um, same guy. He was made as Akeem, but not as One Man Gang. I still think it counts, but we'll, we'll kind of take that one off the list for the challenge. So outside of them, I count 19 other LJN figures that Mattel has yet to make. Which means there are at least 19 LJN figures that Mattel absolutely should make. Can you guys come up with the 19? Good luck, guys. After a long deliberation, the magic of editing, the magic of editing, we, well, mainly Scott, has come up with 16 total. Yeah, I'm 16 out of 19. Now, if we're counting the ref and one man gang, we're at 18. Well, the ref doesn't count because we don't know who the ref is. So the ref is right out. Okay, so then we have 17 if we're counting one man gang. Correct. Okay. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to just start naming them off that we have so far? Yeah, so, so far we have Ted Arcidi, Coco Beware, Mr. Fuji, Jimmy Valiant, Jesse the Body, Adrian Adonis, Outback Jack, Hercules, SD Jones, Slick, 
Dynamite Kid, Jumping Jim Brunzel, and uh, the other guy. Um, B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair. Thank you. The Killer Bees, Captain Lou, Corporal Kirshner, and Billy Jack Haynes. So we are. Ah, I got one. Ken Patera. Oh, great call. I'm like, he had a tag team partner. Okay, so we're at three, sir. No, is that 17? Yeah, we, we're missing two. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I have 17, or we have 17. I'd say more you than me, but. So we're missing two, and I think we've gone through the managers. Right. Man. And of course, the name's going to get said, and it's going to be like, of course. Nate did send over the answers if you would like me to try to find the two. Ah, man. I hate giving this one up. Yeah, who are the other two? Who are we missing? Two guys that Mattel has not done. And I was like, well, he wouldn't go, like, gear-specific, right? So, like, Strike Force Rick Martell. I don't think he would go that direction. It would just be the name. It would just be the name, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to count an outfit change. Are we tapping out? Oh, gosh, I hate to tap out. I feel like they're, like, right there. Are we forgetting a tag team? No, we've went through all the tag teams. We've gone through all the tag teams that they made. All the tag teams, all the managers. Although we forgot Billy Jack and Ken Patera. Well, no, I called Billy Jack. Well, you did, but we forgot they were a tag team. They were a tag team? Yeah, Billy Jack. We saw them face demolition at uh, the Coliseum. We did? We did, yeah. They tag teamed for a little while. It was, was like that... they didn't know what the hell to do with either of them. So they're like, oh, just go lose as a tag team. W- was it Axe and Smash or Axe and... Yes, yes, okay. it was Axe and Smash. Okay, got it, got it. At the height of being Axe and Smash. Oh, okay. Man. All right, fine. I tap out. I'm missing two names. Or we're missing two names. Okay, so Ringskirt has his answers. He says, answers to trivia question number nine below. Seriously, dude. Don't tell me you are even thinking of cheating. So help, <laughs> so help me, Vince. If you do, I will take shitty flute. Oh, I will take shitty. Oh. No, don't you take shitty flute. No, I want to hear what he's going to do with shitty flute. <laughs> okay. LJN's Dynamite Kid we had. Yep. B. Brian Blair and Jumping Jim Brunzel we had. Yes. So that's number three and four. Yes. Oh, shit. Right. This is what I knew was exactly going to happen. How did we effing miss this one, dude? Captain Lou Albano. Wait, no, I have Captain Lou. I said him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I've got Captain Lou. I th- okay, I-, I overheard that. I apologize. Okay, so Captain Lou, number five. Uh-huh. Kerpel Kirshner. Mm-hmm. Number six, Jesse the Body. Yep. Number seven, Mr. Fuji. Got it. Number eight, S.D. Jones. Yep. Oh, okay. So I guess he did do outfit change. Number nine, Rick Martell. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to count that as a win because that was specifically mentioned. Okay. Okay. So Rick Martell as Strike Force, not as the model who was a Legends figure. Correct. Okay, so we're missing one. We're 18 out of 19. Oh, shit. Okay. Number 10, adorable Adrian Adonis. Got him. Number 11, Billy Jack. Yep. 12, Hercules. Got him. 13, Ken Patera. Yep. 14, Coco. Yes. 15, Outback Jack. Got him. 16, Ted Arcidi. Got it. 17, Luscious Johnny V. Yep. Number 18, Slick. Yes. 
And number 19, Haku. Oh, crap. King Haku. That's who we missed. And coincidentally, not that this is an excuse, we didn't have Haku. We didn't. Nope. We never got Haku. You know what's funny is I kept thinking as we got older that we did have that figure, but you're right. Now that I've gone back and looked through our LJNs, we never did. Yeah, no, we never owned Haku because the pictures we were seeing, he was in the King's outfit also. Right. He was supposed to be King Haku, and when he came out, he was Islander's Haku. Yep. Hey, I don't feel bad about that one, dude. 18 out of 19? Yeah, that's not bad. I'm 100% solid with, with 18 out of 19. Okay. I'm just glad I mentioned the outfit change Rick Martell because that gave us an extra figure. Correct, correct. Hey, I'm happy with that. If I was in school and got that on a test, I'd be doing backflips. Nate, thank you again for sending in that trivia question. We love you, man, and happy Thanksgiving to you, dude. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nate. All the best to you and your family, my boy. Next question comes in from Justin Summers. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi-weekly question. So, you know, when it comes to figure collecting... Part of me just hasn't been feeling it lately. This isn't one of those like, oh, I'm going to get out of it. You know, it's just not for me anymore. Uh, the hunt for figures has been a little bit different. I still go to the figure aisle, see what places have, but I'm not getting as much satisfaction. It does seem like a lot of the better figures that I would want are online. And to be honest, with some of the price points these have been, I necessarily haven't been able to buy them. So what have I been hunting instead? It's something that I've mentioned in previous submissions and especially especially when I was on this show. And that's physical media. And I think one of the things, especially with vinyl, is that I can go to Walmart now and look for vinyl. And I do. I probably should search out other options, but I do when I can. But hey, sometimes, you know, if Walmart has something I'm looking for, awesome. Like I'm currently buying their color variants of Metallica albums. So I'm going to a lot of these stores and I'm right now looking for Ride the Lightning. Now, what does that have to do with my question? I don't know if I've asked this before, but give me five albums. If five's too much, go three, but I'll do five. Give me five albums that you would consider essential and you can listen to all the way through, no skips, and love it. I'm going to give you my five. Number one with a bullet, like everything else, like not necessarily number, but this is number one with a bullet for me. That's Fleetwood Mac Rumors, because I didn't listen to that album until this year, like probably in the spring, and I already own four copies of it. One CD, three vinyl. Number two, mentioned it before, don't have to get too much into it. I'm a juggalo, and I love The Great Malenko. Easily one of my favorite albums. I throw it in from time to time. Listen to it from beginning to end. A lot of their albums, I can do that too. But this one holds a special place. Moving on to the next one, something else I've talked about before, and that's Kiss Destroyer. That was the album that really got me into the band and still has a, a great feel to it. And that's another album I own a ton of copies of. I think it's like, like 9 or 10, and that's on CD, cassette, and vinyl. It helps that there's like different versions of it. Next on my list is Michael Jackson's Thriller. That's another album I did not listen to all the way through until this year. Like, I, I knew, I obviously I knew Thriller, but I didn't know all the songs off the album. And there's a reason why it's like the highest selling 
album of all time. And lastly, I just bought this on vinyl last week. I rebought it on CD probably a month or so ago. But as I'm, I'm listening to it on vinyl, it, it brought me back to the early 2000s, and I still think it's a great album. And that is Toxicity by System of a Down. There's something with music from your teenage years that when you listen to particular albums from that time period, like full-on albums, that they, they bring back memories. And for me, that's what uh, Toxicity did. So that is my five essential albums that have no skips for me. Interested to hear your list. If you want to do three, you can do three. And also, I picked ones that are in my collection. You can do the same, but you don't necessarily have to. That will do it for me. Catch you guys in two weeks. And I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Later. So this one was a little bit difficult. Reason being is as you get older, you forget which songs go to which albums. Because I don't listen to albums anymore. So like I'll put on YouTube and it's like Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls. And then I forget which album that went to because I don't listen to albums anymore. Uh, it went to Girls, 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 dude. Oh, well then. Yeah, they made it really tough. Their biggest <laughs> song went to the album of the same name of the song. I had to choose that one song, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to get Spotify, man. Why is that? Because then you can listen to entire albums. Well, I can do that on YouTube, but like I enjoy just putting on YouTube and having my mix on. Okay. So I kind of like, by the way, I have a funny story for you after the show. Oh, we can't tell it on the show. All right. I'll, I'll tell it really, really fast. I got two new kittens. Their names Optimus and Baroness. I had to go get kitten food. I went to our local pet food express, went down there as I'm standing there. They're playing Nelson's after the rain. And you're singing along. Of course I'm singing along. Tapping your foot. Here's the funny part. This girl is standing behind me and talking to her coworkers. And she goes, funny story about this song. This was on one of the very first tapes I ever bought. Oh, her wow. What was she like, 68 years old? No. Her, ta- her coworkers are like in their 20s and looking at her like this is the most annoying coworker we ever had. <laughs> and what's tapes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I turned around to her and I go, Oh my God, I love this song back in the day. And she's like, you did too? And so we conversed over that, right? You you bonded over Nelson. Yes. So here's the funny part. I get up there and she goes, oh, you got kitten food. Did you just get a couple of new kittens? I said, yes, I did. She goes, what are their names? And I go, well, at the time, before I changed it to Optimus, his name was Destro. And I said, Destro and Baroness. She goes, yo, Joe. Wow. I was like, oh my God. You're like, wait, did we just become best friends? <laughs> she goes, somehow we got on the topic of wrestling and she goes, oh yeah, one of my best friends retired. And I says, who's your best friend? She goes, AJ Kirsch, Brosif, the guy out here. Oh in... yeah. The dude, the hood slam guy. Yeah. She goes, yeah, he's one of my good friends. Like, she, oh, she goes, how funny dude. Like we bonded in like the five minutes I was picking up kitten food. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. That's crazy. Like you, you met like your, your, your other half essentially uh, like female jeff uh, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. well you know what I, not romantically or anything but like well, if right. jeff was a woman that could very well be jeff yes exactly exactly yes. okay but anyways back to the topic at hand i forget which songs go to which albums so okay. i kind of went with the three that came to my head at first of ones that i can remember most of the track so first one metallica's ride the lightning oh Okay, you didn't go St. Anger, huh? Oh, 
I ting, ting, ting. I think yeah. I, I think I make better noise with this stupid kazoo than I do with <laughs> than Lars did with that snare drum. I'd rather listen to an hour of shitty flute than Saint Anger. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, Machine Head's Black Album. Yes, the blackening. It's excellent. the blackening. Yep. And Pantera's Vulgar Display of Power. Very good. Even though Pantera's Far Beyond Driven had some of my favorite songs on there. Yes. From top to bottom, I think Vulgar was a better track list as far as quality of songs. You could have gone their live album, which kind of was a nice blend of everything. I could have. I was thinking of albums, albums. I wasn't going to go live, even though live do count. Okay. I did. I actually picked one live album in my list. Okay, go for it. Oh, were you done? Oh, yeah. I only chose three. Got it. Okay. I went five with an honorable mention. Okay. I'm going to echo what Justin said. Michael Jackson Thriller. I actually bought that album, speaking of tapes, on tape at Musicland with my own money. In addition to Kiss Lick It Up. Those were the first two albums or tapes, I should say, I ever purchased with my own cash. That was Lick It Up and Thriller. And I probably played Thriller until the tape just died. Like, I listened to that thing so much. I loved Michael Jackson as a kid. I had his LJN doll. I wrote him a letter that he responded to six years later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't Michael personally. It was a form letter with, like, garbage in it. It was like, I I drew him a picture. It was horrible. Scott, come to Neverland Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) Visit my ranch. (laughs) It was very touching. (laughs) Anyway... <laughs> anyway, moving on to the, from the Michael Jackson jokes, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll let Jeff recover. Oh God, I, I couldn't wait to tell that. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, Prince, Purple Rain. Oh, good call. That was another one I played to death. Funny story. Grandma Ellie and Grandpa Bertie bought that for me. Yes. Oh, you remember that? Yes, because. Ma, or excuse me, grandma and grandpa decided that they were going to buy us a tape and we got to choose that tape. Yes. And I remember you chose Purple Rain and I chose Jermaine Jackson. Wow. Surprising that didn't make your uh, top three there, Jeff. Don't remember one song off of it. <laughs> Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And ironically, I sent him a letter and he says, come to Neverland Ranch, Good. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was just signing over all of Jermaine's fan mail. <laughs> I love the children. <laughs> all right. Next up, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Oh, great call, dude. Great that call. to me is... I, I mean, if somebody told me that was their favorite album of all time, I wouldn't argue. That is solid from front to back. I mean, aside from the hits, mm-hmm. all the other songs are really good too. I mean, Mr. Brownstone... Doesn't get enough love as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Rocket Queen is outstanding. And a lot of those didn't even have videos. But they're still just absolute hits on that album. It's song after song. It's a classic. Right. So Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Uh, You're going to kind of laugh at this one, Jeff. Uh, Digital Underground, Sex Packets. Okay. I remember liking that album for only like three songs. No, no. That is solid from front to back. Okay, okay. It's so good. So good. Okay. Yes, outstanding. And the Humpty Dance is, if it's not my favorite song of all time, it's up on like top five. Timeless. Oh, it it absolutely is. Anytime I'm at an event that has a DJ, 
or a jukebox, I guarantee Humpty Dance is getting played and there's no need to question who did that or who requested that. It was me. I might even be playing it on touch tunes in your local bar and you don't even know it. If it comes on, think Scott did that. Hova's going to be at a bar and then like Humpty Dance is going to be coming out. He's all Scott's here. Scott, where's Scott? Where's Scatoon? Surprise, Scott is sitting in his office just connecting to random touch tunes and playing Humpty Dance for people. Can you do that? That's how I spread the love. Sure you can. Are you serious? Okay, so funny story. Uh, Eddie is currently in Pittsburgh, who he just messaged me and said he ran into Kurt Angle in Pittsburgh, which I find hilarious. I'll get more details after the show. Um, Anyway, he's in Pittsburgh right now, and what he does is he searches local uh, touch tunes just to see who has certain songs on their jukebox. He did it when we were in New Orleans. Well, now that he's in Pittsburgh, he's been connecting to other touch tunes, and some bar had a song called My Dick. <laughs> Mickey Avalon, I believe, is the performer of it. If you've never heard it, it's hilarious. Uh, don't listen to it with your kids around, obviously. But he found a bar that had that in their touch tunes, and he played it for that bar. But he was at another <laughs> bar. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. So, again, if you're at a bar and Humpty Dance comes on, just think of me. Because I probably did it. Uh, last one out of my top five, Kiss Alive. Oh, good one. Another classic. And yeah, I know it's not really cool to pick live albums, but that to me is like quintessential Kiss. And if it wasn't for Creatures, that'd probably be my favorite Kiss album. So there you go. Kiss Alive and honorable mention, Faith No More, The Real Thing. From Out of Nowhere is my favorite uh, Faith No More song. And it's got all of the classics on there. It's got Epic, uh, From Out of Nowhere. Great album, but that's an honorable mention. But if you've never heard it, definitely go check it out. Solid. Good, good albums you chose there, dude. Oh, another honorable mention, uh, WWF Piledriver. Or the wrestling album, take your pick. When it has girls and cars. Yeah, it's it's a classic. <laughs> that's a that's one that people should be playing at the uh, bars. Oh, for sure. Yes, absolutely. The WrestleMania host city should always put those two albums into their touch tunes. Word, dude, word. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Like, if somebody comes in and they see you have those albums, like, of course they're going to play them from front to back, the whole thing repeatedly like not just one time either and then full metal and all, all the wrestling albums should be on their jukeboxes for sure for sure yeah. even individual tracks of like finn balor's music sasha banks uh alistair black like make those songs available just right when they walk in have it on the screen ready to go because people wonder, will play that i wonder if wrestling fans walk by that bar and they go marks yeah <laughs> look down in disgust did i tell you my uh my big time story in new orleans <laughs> what'd you do uh, Carissa had put together a list and we were going around looking at famous spots from the American Horror Story show. Okay. Because so, they had filmed an episode or a season in New Orleans. Anyway, we were going around looking at landmarks from the show and we're just standing on one of the streets just talking and looking at one of the spots and this couple walks by. Dude was wearing a Finn Balor shirt. And he walks by and I go, Finn Balor, dude. He couldn't have had a more disgusted look on his face when he looked at me and just walked by like I was garbage. I'm like, did that dude just freaking big time me? Dude, you got big timed. Does he know who I am? <laughs> You're a... I'm the guy that plays Humpty Dance in random bars that I don't even live in the city of. <laughs> That's what I do. And that guy big timed me. Dude, he hella big timed you, dude. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I turned to Eddie. I go, dude, that guy just big timed me. And all I did was compliment his shirt. <laughs> Eddie was hella laughing. I was hella laughing. So it's a funny story. Oh, anyway. that's, a, that's, a, that's great, dude. Yeah. So that's the time I got big timed by a mark. Speaking of marks. <laughs> Oh man, that's like when people show up to shows and they're blasting wrestlers theme music 
out of their cars and you just sit there and you go oh man you just bury your head in your hands you're like ugh <laughs> yeah but at the same time like you can't fault them for it they're at a wrestling show having a good time well it's not like people are going to Chicago Bears games and playing that old 85 Bears theme you know they that would... should be they absolutely should be that's actually true. Good point. Yeah, they absolutely should be playing that song at every single Bears game. Like, every single cheerleader routine should be to that song. All right, let's move on. <laughs> if we have to. I want to talk more about the 85 Bears, though. <laughs> One of the best defenses ever. Anyways. Love you, Fridge. Justin, thank you for your question. Happy Thanksgiving to you, kind sir. Happy Thanksgiving, dude. Absolutely. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff, it's Scott. JT here, back with that bi-weekly question. Last week, you guys mentioned that it was gray sweatpants season. <laughs> right, JT? Flat Stanleys all around. <laughs> and I agree. But alongside gray sweatpants season is also pie season. Yes. We were yes. referring more to the elastic waistbands in sweats. Sure, sure. That's what Let's go with that. Let's go with that. They just, this just happened to be gray. JT continues. And so to celebrate the start of pie season, I wanted to ask... Do you guys prefer your pie at room temperature or warmed up? Oh, Scott, we're getting into a food question for you. Oh, I, okay. I'm, the gears are already going. They're grinding. <laughs> this is actually the question that I saved for this week. If you remember a couple weeks back, I pushed JT's question. Yes, off. that's right. Good thing you did. Yeah, it totally fits into this week. When it comes to the fruity pies, such as apple, blueberry, or cherry, while I do like to have them at room temperature, there are some nights I want to stick that thing <laughs> in <laughs> In the microwave for 10 to 12 seconds. Oh, okay. That's where he went with it. Nothing like warm apple pie. And he said, and have that warm pie alongside a nice tall mug of hot cocoa. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, cocoa with pie. I've actually never heard of that before. Never thought of that. Okay. No. If that doesn't warm me up during these cold winter nights, then I don't know what will, JT. All right, Scott, let's let's talk about your pie. Uh, Yes. And the answer to how I like my pie is yes. <laughs> it's just yes. I am not picky. You can warm it up. You can serve it right out of the refrigerator. It's pie. It's getting eaten. There's nothing else to it. You're just you just want that thing. There, yeah, I, I I just I love pie, dude. I absolutely love pie. Now there's certain kinds I don't like. Not a fan of lemon meringue. What? Blasphemous. I know. I know. I am not a fan of strawberry rhubarb. So there are like certain ones that I won't partake in, but dude, pumpkin, cherry, Ugh. apple, berry, like I, I will wipe out some pie, dude. And now, now if I'm like, okay, I can totally have my way. I will warm it up a little bit. If only so when I put the ice cream on top, it melts. Okay. Yes. But outside of that little nitpick, I really don't care how the pie is served. Uh, pumpkin pie would obviously be the exception. That's got to be refrigerated. Oh. I do prefer pumpkin pie cold. Get that trash out of here. You don't like pumpkin pie? I hate pumpkin pie. Really? So, oh, interesting. So, the the, the is it the consistency? Is it, what is uh, it about pumpkin pie you don't like? It's the pumpkin part. The taste oh, part. Oh, the, the entire pumpkin part. I see. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. The best, the best thing to do with pumpkin pie is cut a nice slice and then throw it right in the trash along with the rest of it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> blaspheme the name of Thanksgiving? As I said about five years ago, just give me that cocoa apple pie. That's all I want. <laughs> That's, That's all right. I want. You love the cocoa apple pie. I love the cocoa apple pie. You're all about it. Give me that cocoa all, all day long. <laughs> 
cocoa apple pie that uh, absolutely uh no whipped cream don't want whipped cream i don't want anything to dilute or change the flavor of the cocoa apple pie i see so no ice cream either no ice cream and if i do want or excuse me if i do have ice cream it's in a bowl oh so like like on the side on the side it can't be touching the pie because i don't want anything touching that pie um you can warm it up but i i'll take it cold i'll take it warmed up just however like you said yes yeah it's pie we're we're gonna eat it we're we're not super picky but if i've got like you know i'm I'm really gonna do it up i'll warm it up a little bit just to melt the vanilla ice cream on top now i am a cover my pie type of guy like i've been saying with ice cream but i'll do cool whip the spray on whipped cream a little in the mouth a little on the pie it's all good like i'm i'm 100 percent okay with covering that thing up and again not super picky with pie like what flavor but i do have some that i really don't like uh, like I said, lemon meringue, strawberry rhubarb. I'm sure there's a couple I'm I'm not remembering, but yeah, dude, it's it's totally pie season. I'm here for it. So you like blueberry? You like che- oh, you love cherry pie? Uh, cherry pie is probably my favorite one. Okay, yeah, I, nothing against cherry pie. Cherry pie is delicious. Yeah, especially when they make it right. Like oh, oh dude, yeah, good like homemade cherry pie. Oh my gosh. Oh dude, get out of here. Ex- that extra filling in there and stuff. Yes, extra filling. That's Hunch. the key. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes, and you lace the the dough on top. So good. Yes, JT. Thank you for your Thanksgiving question. And I actually want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Be safe out there. If you're driving somewhere, don't drink too much. Be safe. Enjoy your time with your family, your friends, whoever you're celebrating with. Enjoy it. Enjoy football. Enjoy being around family, and just enjoy the days off and enjoy your time. So yeah, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We've already done the podcast buddies, so we're just going to round out the show now. So, Scott, for episode 356, anything else? Yeah, before we close out, I just wanted to say last week uh, in one of the listener questions, they had mentioned a TNI. And you and I were like, what is TNI? Yes. Well, big thanks to Luis Rivera. Yes. For reaching out. TNI is Toy News International. It's a website run by Jay Cochran, who is JC from YouTube. Uh, Luis is Facebook friends with him. Apparently, he's a really, really good dude. Uh, Runs a great website there. Um, Runs a great YouTube channel. So definitely go check it out. Uh, Good dude. He actually hooked Luis up with a figure. Didn't have to. He just did. Uh, Great dude. But TNI is Toy News International, Jeff, just for the listeners that were on last week. And we didn't know what that was, so... Just to clear that bit up. Yeah, thank you, Luis. He actually texted me that as I was driving into work, and then work life happened. So. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I was in the middle of it too, dude. He was texting uh, me, and I had a bunch of crap at work, but I was like, oh, he's got info, TNI. So I had a quick conversation with Luis. So big thanks to Luis Rivera for throwing that out to us. Absolutely. Hope you're doing good. Also, Thanksgiving, to, happy Thanksgiving to you. So, All right, Scott, for episode 356, anything else? gorge yourself enjoy the time with your family tell rude jokes at the table it makes it fun (laughs) have a blast enjoy your time off stay safe stay healthy fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting inappropriate jokes makes better conversation than political totally stay away from the politics gets ugly you don't want a food fight don't waste food Want to thank everybody for listening to episode 356. Happy Thanksgiving. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Oh.
Yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.